Hey, it's Billy from the Dan Levitard Show, and you're listening to the Fan Levitard Show. see him i do the myth the legend sorry i'm late my my clock reads and reads noon you're you're on time buddy i mean mine does read 902 and 56 seconds but i'll let it slide you know here's the thing about time it's all made up right like we just assigned random numbers to things but we did agree upon the numbers that we would meet at so what do you guys have? Like, does every clock in your house have the same time? Because I thought that I set the stove and the microwave to the same time, but somehow they're a minute off. Uh, but I set them at the same time to the same time. So one of them obviously moves either faster or slower than the other. And they both are not like the same as my phone. And I pretty much just go by my phone because I assume my phone is always right, right? You would like to think I, so. Yeah. But like Sorry, my... I've already started a, a strange place. And no, it's it's all it's all good. Um, my car does this weird thing. I don't. I think its clock is programmed wrong because it would be like three minutes fast, but then over time it progressively mm. gets up to like ten minutes fast. So I think it's operating on like fifty nine point like nine nine seconds. Mm. So I constantly mm-hmm. have to readjust it. Do I used to send my I used to send my car fifteen minutes ahead. And, and I would be stressing myself out thinking I would be late, even though I was like, I was pretty much on time. I'm always like 15 minutes late. So I set it 15 minutes ahead. So then I was getting places on time. But while I was driving like to work in particular, I would still stress myself out looking at the clock, even though I knew that I had set it to like 15 minutes ahead. And then I had to remember like this time when time changed, did I make it 15 minutes ahead or did I make it 10 minutes ahead? Or is it like 12 minutes ahead? Because I wasn't consistent with that either. So I was always trying to freak out, like trying to figure out what time it actually was when I was driving. You haven't asked me about any of this. I'm sorry. I'm just sharing things. <laughs> no, it's okay. But if it brings up a side topic of appliances, why can't you get your act together? Because, you know, my oven has one time and the oven hood has another time because mm. like Ty was mentioning, it just starts running ahead so the other day i had to adjust it because i look up and it's like 8 47 there and look down in my oven and it's like 8 42 and i'm like what's going on here do you guys have have any analog clocks left in your house or are you all digital because we have one analog clock in our room it's like kind of high up and uh the batteries are dead in it and so like Mm. when the when the time adjusts for like daylight savings we don't even bother messing with it anymore like it's just not worth the hassle so it just doesn't it doesn't yeah it's it's not running it's just there what time is it it's there um it's 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 correct twice a day so, like, I was going to say, a, you know what they say about a broken clock. It's not a complete waste. Yeah. But like what the thing time with analog it, clocks, is like, it dead you, at? Like daylight savings time, if you want to go up and change it, it's just such a hassle. Like what are we doing here? Like mm. it's a waste. What time did it die at? Like when is it right? Um, I want to say it's like 940 something. Mm. So I'm never around to actually not see it be correct. Hmm. Billy, if you could, if you could have a, a clock die at a, any particular time, which time would you pick? That's a really good question. Uh, hmm. I think kind of to your point, I would want it to be dead at a time that I'd see it be right twice a day, right? So like any time between like 11 and six i would want it to not have died then because i'm probably not going to see it like 11 to 6 even though that's like ambitious um hmm how about like 8 30 no 8 34 it's a good solid time yeah is it i mean it's just the time yeah. i think you're just being nice it's, it's all it's all made up anyway time can money. I, can i ask you guys a question before we get to uh the topics that you'd like to discuss sure um do you do you guys eat meat uh yeah i do yeah 
How much, uh, I don't know your, your living situations and how many people like you go to the grocery store for and all of that, but um, do you go to the deli and buy ham? And if so, how much ham do you buy when you go to the deli? Nathan, I defer to you. My, my family does not really consume ham. Mm. I have never bought ham from really? the deli itself. Um, huh. Just in the deli already packaging. Um, oh, you get pre-packaged? Yeah. I've and how, never, much, how much comes in that? Because that's really my question. Because You know, there's a variety, right? You've got your 8-ouncers, your 12-ouncers, yeah. your 16-ouncers. I'm pretty sure there's probably... In some universe, some 24 ounces. So you, mm-hmm. you've got a variety. You've got honey baked. You've got black forest. Yeah. Um, so you, there's a lot of options out there. And how much it, do you go with usually? I'll tell you, you know, this. I went, I, I've been, I used to get more, but my wife throws away the ham very quickly because she says that it goes bad. So now I'm getting like a quarter pound of ham. And I just, I didn't have lunch before this, but I just went in the fridge and I grabbed two slices of thinly sliced uh, sweet ham that I ate before this to have the energies for this interview. And I was just wondering if a quarter pound is a lot or a little when you go to the store. But I do it just because I don't want my wife throwing away the, the leftover ham because she's decided that it's gone bad because we didn't eat it quick enough. We don't I'd need say to talk about a- ham. I was just wondering. I do have a meat question though. While we're on the while we're on the topic, a local okay. uh, a local barbecue joint opened up near me, and they served this Bloody Mary uh, visual medium, um, but that is a Bloody Mary with like hunks of like brisket in it. Hmm. How do we feel about that? A drink with meat in it. Seems like a lot. I don't. I don't know that I would do that. No, it seems heinous, right? Like, it's, is there a pickle in that too? Yes, there was a pickle, and there was like meat skewered uh, with a pickle thrown in. I'm not a pickle fan. Same. Are you Are you picking that off, Ty, and throwing that into your drink? Like, what did What did you do with that? Oh, I I, I would never personally order that. That That looks like a war oh, crime yeah. to me. Um, like this restaurant literally just opened, and that's what they came out of the box with. And it makes me, frankly, never want to go there. Hmm. You know, that's bringing me to the door. I've never had a Bloody Mary, but if I did, it would be a Bloody Mary like that one. Like, I remember seeing one where they laid some slices of bacon over it. And personally, for me, that's intriguing. Um, that's that's going to get my interest. Um, so I am for meat with my drinks. Hmm. Pro that's, meat. That's weird, Nathan. I just want you to know that. Like that's I mean, strange. I'm pro. I'm pro uh, nacho cheese sushi rolls. Um, you know, just the experiencing it in your drinks. Um, not in my drinks, but you know, in this in the same vein of a drink with brisket, sushi with nacho cheese, two things that maybe don't belong together. Mm. And you know, in terms of the sushi roll, that was a pretty gross experience. But I'm down to try it. So it's a don't knock it until you try it thing. Exactly. They're all ending up in the same place, right? Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Well, this is the fan Levitard show. I guess uh, I guess we'll just roll with all of that. If you haven't uh, guessed by now, our guest is the one and only Billy Gill, who came in and immediately hijacked the show. I'm um, sorry. And I was late. Yeah, I, I don't think you were late, but it's, it's, it's quite all right. And Billy, this is actually a great place to start because one of the questions I was going to ask you um, was going to be like, you seem to have two distinct like personas on the show. You're either like laid back, low key, deadpan comic, or you're just like energetic agent of chaos, willing to go to hell and back to derail any conversation or show. And I was going to ask like, which one of those you enjoy the most and which one of those is like closest to you when you're not recording. Uh, I think I may have an idea now, but you can go ahead and answer that in your own words. Hmm. Well, which do you think is closest to me? I'm going to guess agent of chaos based on how you entered this zoom, but I don't know. Um, I like to think that I'm laid back, but I don't know that I am. I, I think that's what I want to be more is like laid back and easygoing and just like chill and whatever. But I don't know. I don't know that I am that. 
I think it's weird because like I'm not. I, I, I think in in real life, I know that's a strange way to put it, but like I think I, I'm pretty quiet and like if I go out somewhere. And I see people, even that, like, I went to, let's say, like, high school with or whatever, right? I wouldn't necessarily, like, go up and, and just start conversation, be like, hey, how's it going, whatever. I just kind of keep to myself and be quiet, and I know that then I come off kind of like a jerk. But it's more like I have this thing where I'm like, I don't know if these people remember me. So, like, let me not initiate a conversation with people. And I'm kind of just, I keep to myself. I'm not, like, I wouldn't call myself the life of any party i'm not someone that's gonna just be like uh, the center of attention in, in in situations right uh but if i am in like a close group of like friends or family that i'm like comfortable with I, i'm more open and and closer to kind of like how i am sometimes on the show but i'm not i don't know i think i'm, I'm more quiet but i'm not like laid back I'm a very anxious person that overthinks a lot of situations so like I would love to be known as laid back but my brain is never it's never not moving Billy you and me might actually be the same person because I I am the same way like I'm incredibly anxious but I think of myself as laid back and literally like a month ago I was talking to my therapist and I told her like I described myself as laid back and she laughed at me she laughed in my face (laughs) I don't know that that's what a therapist should be doing. Yeah. Laughing well, in your face. Uh, you know. Can you and what did this laugh look like? I think yeah. I feel like I need to know what it sounded like to get a better picture. Like could you could you try to imitate the laugh? Sure. Um it was like a Okay. Well, hold mm. on. If we can, can we go back maybe 30 seconds before the laugh and then get to like how you phrased it, what you yeah. said that led up to the laugh? Mm-hmm. Take us there. Okay, yeah. so so me sharing my innermost thoughts, well, you can, deepest yeah, insecurities. D- yeah, we don't. I guess we don't need to go that. T- let's go back five seconds before. All right. So the the way that conversation played out was something like, you know, like I like to think of myself as like low key, pretty pretty relaxed, laid back, easygoing. <laughs> okay. Mm. And have you been back since? Uh, yeah. Spoke with her on Friday. And it didn't cause like that come up. What was your reaction to the laugh? Did you address it or did you pretend like it didn't happen? Just keep. Oh moving? no, we we addressed it. I was like Melissa, what are you? Uh, that's my therapist name, Melissa. I was like Melissa, what are you doing? And um, you know, it we we hashed it out and you know maybe came to the agreement that like she's not seeing the full me because when I see her one hour a month, she's getting yeah. just like all of my mess that I'm throwing at her. So she doesn't see the laid back me who just doesn't really care on a day-to-day basis about much, even though I'm pretty sure she's accurate. She's been pretty bang on about most things that she's uh, assessed with me. So how long have you been uh, seeing Melissa? Uh, Let's see on and off for five years. Okay. And when did you go to like, first name basis because I, I don't know of many people that are like first name basis with therapists most of them are like doctor whatever you know? um we've been first name basis i want to say about like six months into the pandemic like i'm someone where if uh, i get okay. to if i get to know you and i trust you i am going to just lean fully in until you no longer deserve the trust like open book completely but did Melissa say, call me Melissa, or you just decided six months into the pandemic, hey, we've been talking for a couple years now. I'm just like, F it. We're, we're, this is a first name basis situation now. No, we've, we've got a pretty open rapport. There's there's okay. a lot of language flowing. It's first name basis. It's, it's very mm. casual. Interesting. I think it's healthy. Nathan? You know, that imitation was it was telling to me that <laughs> like that tells me you know she was trying to hold it back but just just couldn't so yeah that's a it's an interesting uh thing to to ponder on uh i wonder if you were to reevaluate how you view yourself would you answer yeah. that question any differently now hmm. uh yeah probably you know would like, you, like, are you like, are you striving to be more laid back? Like, are you taking steps to get there, or you just view yourself that way? 
Uh, I think realistically, I just view myself that way, but I think it's mostly just because I don't really give a shit about most of the other things that people concern themselves with. Like, like what? Uh, like, you know, like work and just finances and stuff like that. Like all those things make me anxious. So I tend to just not worry about them too much. What do you worry about? Everything else. Hmm. That seems backwards. It seems like you're not stressing what some people would view as important, but you're sweating the small stuff, as they say. Yeah, that's about right. You know, there's, there's, there's some existential stuff going on out there, but, you know. I will say this, uh, and this is unrelated, it's somewhat related, but it's just an observation that I've made in our time discussing this, that you said that you're like me. You seem to be a lot hairier than I am. I I'm am. not a hairy person. <laughs> Are you a smooth boy, Billy? I just am not, I'm not something like, you have chest hair coming out, I don't have a ton yeah. of chest hair. Yeah, I you got know, I like so a much hair. fucking hair, dude. Oh, wow, yeah, that's like, yeah. yeah. And your Carpet arms levels, too. people, just imagine a shag carpet Ty just unveiled. Yeah, I have like, hair on my arms, it's just light. Oh my you god, it's it? so light, you can barely see yeah. that, it looks like you shaved lots your of arms. freckles, too, I don't know if you see the freckles. Yeah, no, we got thick tufts over here. That's good. Like on, honestly, and this is too much information, but we're already here. But I'm pretty sure at times during the pandemic, where you know we were all just disheveled and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, at my hairiest, I think you could have gone from the top of my head to the very bottom of my foot, and you could have drawn a line all along parts of my body that had hair on it. Like I don't think there's a smooth part of my body at this point. Hmm. Do you feel like your hairiness attributes to your laid backness? You're just kind of like, whatever, you know, it's, we're hairy. You like, shaved your face, chill. though. I did. I did shave for this interview. I wanted. Really? Yeah, I did. I wanted to look Why? professional for this. Huh. Yeah. I didn't put Why? on a real shirt, but, you know. That's all right. Because, because, you're, you're because Billy, today. we're speaking to the Duke. This is a big yeah. deal for us. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because you're what? a legend. You're a legend in these parts. But I'm not interesting, I, I, I'd i like to say. I, I don't want you to get your hopes up for this because it's just going to be kind of disappointing. Like, I my fastball today was just asking you how much ham you guys buy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so. But see, that's that's the beauty of you, Billy. That That is legitimately a fastball, and we love it. I was just curious. I was wondering because I was out there rushing, and that's what I was doing right before this. So I was wondering what you guys thought. How was the ham? Was it good? It was rushed. I'm not gonna lie. It was a little, little quick. But it was, it's only a week old, and I think that's fine. I mean, by my standards, that's fine. And it was two slices, but they were stuck together, so it wasn't like I had one and two. I just threw two in at the same time, so I didn't get the, uh, I didn't get the pleasure of having two. You know what I heard? And and this may not be true, but someone told me this. Do you guys have pets? Do you have dogs by any chance? Yep. So. If you give your dog a treat, and again, I don't know if this is true or not. If you give your dog a treat, I've heard that if you break it in half and you give them two halves of the treat, they appreciate it more because they feel like they're getting two treats, even though it's the same amount. So, like, I have these little, like, milk bone things, and I'll break it into pieces, and I'll give my dog one and then another. And then it's like, oh, I'm getting double reward when it's really the same thing. I don't know if that's true or not. I just Someone told me that. It sounds true. I mean, it makes sense uh, from, you know, a, a logical standpoint, you know. Hmm. I'm really Double. taking this nowhere, I would say, in terms of like what I've had prepared and what we're kind of going with. What did you well, have prepared? Uh, nothing. You want to start again? We can just pretend none of this happened. Oh, no. We didn't talk every... about Melissa. We didn't talk about Ham. We didn't talk about any of that stuff. Every hmm. minute of this is getting aired. Oh. This is all this is all gold. Sorry. I think here's a question that uh, the people are dying to know. Uh, where are you at right now on the Levitard and Friends wildcard weekend contest? What's your uh, ranking? Oh, I did not have a good week. That's a really I good can, question. Right now I'm at, I'm at 293rd with two players left to play tonight, so I'm just outside of, of cashing. I, and Ty loves the fantasy segments that I bring to the show here. He's what a big fan of them. What positions do you have left? I have my flex. You got to keep that flex open so you can, you know, be flexible, right? That's the purpose of it. I've got 
Chase Edmonds in the flex, but I can upgrade to Connor depending on if he can go. And I'm rolling with AJ Green because, folks, if you look at his box scores, he had some big games against the Rams. I think uh, Jalen Ramsey, he's going to be trying to shut down Kirk, and that leaves AJ Green to beast. So I'm hoping I get some big points out of them, climb up that leaderboard, get in there, and cash. Get some cashish. Maybe some- I'm maybe I'm slow, but did I just make the mental connection way behind everyone else that the flex spot stands for flexible? Mm. Did is that common knowledge? I don't know. I mean, so you can flex in and out of stuff. And for those of you here, my two year old just came in and my uh dog as well so mm. hi james gang's all here so where where do you rank billy we didn't we didn't quite get that answer okay so i before before i give you my position i'll let you and the audience know this week not great participation uh, yeah because it, it was low it was low and i think it's because everyone's used to the sunday and this one actually started on a saturday for us because of the playoffs and because less teams are playing so on our end we need to do a better job of promoting it so more people get in so there was 546 people participating i am currently 497th so it was a uh, no i mean it was uh, it's about where i've where i've been where i've been doing and i have two people participating tonight i have tyler higby in my tight end spot and i have the cardinals defense so i don't think that i'm going to be doing much better yeah but here's the thing i had a player get me negative 0.6 points i had another player that didn't ouch that's right that's right did you have him too no i did not i i went with uh singletary and elijah mitchell I went I went heavy on the uh I went heavy on the Bengals and by heavy I mean I, I had two Bengals and at one point I had Joe Burrow and then I took him out for Tom Brady which was a mistake because Tom Brady only got 18 points. Uh, I think that's Joe, more than Burrow though. Burrow really? only got no. like 17. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Joe Mixon didn't Hey, my do quarterback anything. was Jimmy G, so that uh, I was uh, not not good but my other players came through. You know what's weird is that I am terrible at this uh, daily fantasy Mm. situation, but I won one of my fantasy football leagues, which is the first time in like eight years that we've been doing it that I won. So I was proud of that. But here's a dilemma that I have. And I was talking to, I forgot who I was talking to about this. I don't think it was on a podcast. If it was, I'm sorry for repeats. But I meant before the season to get a trophy for my fantasy football league because it's just like friends and family. Um and I and I didn't do it, and I've been meaning to do it for years now, or just so that the winner has like something because it's it, we don't like put money in; it's just like a friends and family like pride thing. So I wanted there to be some sort of prize at the end of this, right? But I can't do that now because I won. So like I can't. I, I'm the commissioner of the league. I can't just create a trophy the year that I win because then it just seems mm-hmm. like I'm giving myself a trophy, which is not what the intention was. But see, so I do think I do? you should reward yourself for a job well done. So you should go out and like splurge, buy yourself something that you've been wanting, and that is your trophy. Hmm. Like, what's something that you are yearning for, Billy? What do you want right now? I, it's a good question. I'm very difficult to shop for because I don't really want a lot of things. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm like particularly materialistic. I think I just. I'm kind of like an impulse buyer, uh, and sometimes I'll see things and I'll just buy them. But I don't have a lot of things that I'm like, oh man, I really want that. Or like people will ask me like for my for Christmas or for my birthday, like what do you want? And it's like I don't really want anything. Like like I'll give you an example. I went to Home Depot uh, over the weekend because I'm putting shelves in uh, the closets. I still haven't done that. But I have the shelves laying around. I'm supposed to be doing that today. And I bought, because they were on sale for $3.88, a pair of gloves and a pair of socks. So these are like work gloves and work socks that came together. And I just said $3.88 seems like a, a good price for work gloves plus socks. And I bought two of those. But I don't really need that. But I bought them because I figured I'm going to work through my, my work gloves and I'm going to need these at some point. Or if someone comes and helps me, let me get that. So, like, that's something that I'll get is, like, a $3.88 pair of gloves. But I don't have, like, 
oh, I want a PlayStation 5 or something. You know, it's weird. Another thing that I bought that I talked about on the show and I finally committed to was I did buy the phone case that is a Game Boy on the back of it. I don't know if you guys heard about that. So, like, I have an an iPhone, and it will go on the phone, and then the back of the phone case will be a playable Game Boy. And I don't know why it is that that exists, but I bought that. And it was, like, 30 bucks. It was on sale. Very exciting. So what games does that play? Does it have, like, stuff built in, or do you, like, bust out the cartridges, or...? No, it has pre-programmed games. It has, I think it has Donkey Kong. I think it has one of, like, the Super Marios. I think I saw the Tetris is on it. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out when it comes, and hopefully... It was a real website, and it wasn't one that just stole my credit card. But we'll see. I'm more interested. What makes the work socks work socks? Are we talking like extra cushioning in the heel, stronger toes? Are we talking? Are they more breathable? You want me to go get them? I've I just I balled them up and I just put them away. I'll go get them so you guys can see. Yeah, let's 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 examine. All right, just a moment. I think this is going well. Where where do you think uh I think the socks are going to have like extra cushioning. That's where that's where I'm going thicker. I think it's going to be like the uh the copper fit socks, so they're going to claim to be like copper infused, so if you drop something on your foot, they're going to have a little Would more that strength. be 388 though? Ah, uh, you can get the copper fit stuff for pretty cheap, I'll be honest. Most of that mm. buy on TV stuff is pretty cheap. I love that stuff I've seen on TV things. Oh. It's great. We were discussing breaks, what it. these were going to look like. How uh, how's this going so far? Just a early assessment. A plus. I don't know about that. I think you're just being nice. Okay. So, I mean, what are grades anyway? What is time? What is grades other than these set of numbers? You're right. Upon which we've agreed. Like, what are work socks? We're about to find that out. Okay, so the company that makes these seems to be called Firm Grip. I don't know if that's uh, these are the gloves first. And they say utility because this is for, I guess, doing uh, utility things. And the brand is Firm Grip, which I had never heard of before. Uh, and they're a gray glove for those of you who are listening. I don't know if you do anything with this video, but for those of you listening, they're a gray glove. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're a gray glove that appear to be breathable. And then there's like a, uh, it's not like a leather. It's like a fake, uh, I don't know what this is on the inside that's supposed to be rough. And then these are the socks balled up. So we'll just. So um, if they appear to be breathable, that could be a big win for those of us at home betting on the breathable aspect of the socks. The top, no, well, the gloves, the top is breathable. Do Ooh. you, uh, what do you guys do? How do you store your socks? Do you put them in balls or no? Yeah, you got to ball them up. Okay, good. Yeah. So I'm not weird. Well, I am, but not in this instance. Okay, so these are the socks that you see. They're, uh, they're black mm. socks with like gray accents. I'm assuming once I put my foot in that this will stretch out and there'll be more, yeah, there'll be more gray there. And then the back of the sock going up it, or I guess no, going down, it says firm grip in yellow. So these mm-hmm. are, I guess, work socks. Are those compression socks by any chance? <sighs> I'm going to be honest with you, for 388 for a pair of socks and gloves combined, I don't think that they're very fancy i think they'll get the job done i don't know that they're compression socks well they might be Mm. i don't know because because to me those just look like regular old socks with with just like the the logo down i think you missed the a the flexibility portion for the arch which is very key for those of you uh sock connoisseurs out there it appeared to have uh, a different type of braiding shall we say around the top of the foot arch area that i think is gonna give a snug comfortable Mm -hmm. fit that a regular sock wouldn't provide so the one thing that you don't want when you're working is to notice your socks and so the key aspect of a good work sock is that it fits in a way that you don't notice it oh you're saying in terms of your foot feeling it you don't want to feel the sock yeah you want to be focused on your work I will say uh, one great catches there, Nathan. Good assessment. Also, um, there's like a breathability on the top of this sock around it. So like there's a different material here that it seems like maybe you can kind of let out some, uh, I don't know, steam or heat or whatever. It's a good sock, I'd say, for, for this a sock and glove combo for 388. I'm glad that I committed to two. In fact, maybe later 
I'll go to Home Depot and get some more. I don't know if Home Depot's promotions are nationwide, but maybe you guys might want to head over to Home Depot, see if you find this, um, and then we can, you know, I'll have matching gloves and socks. Well, I do have a sock conundrum here, um, mm. and I want to know how much you guys spend on your socks. Like, are you bargain bin socks, or are you spending for, like, the the expensive name brand ones? Because there is a uh, a fairly popular sock company that advertises mm. a lot, and I went ahead and splurged on some of their merino wool socks, and they were delightful, but every single pair of those within the first year developed massive holes in the heels. And so they're all unwearable now. They're basically just being used as cat toys. And I feel like a fool for spending what was probably like 80, 90 bucks on, on like six pairs of these socks. Hmm. I'm looking this up. I'm wondering if, if they're a sponsor and you didn't want to say who they were because they were, oh, yeah. Looks like it. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, you know what's funny? Because you were asking me about, about uh, splurging and stuff like that. Part of me, like, this year for the holidays, I was like, man, I could use some underwear and some socks, but I know no one's probably going to get those for me. But I was kind of hoping, like, maybe maybe someone will give me some socks, and it didn't happen. So now I'm wondering where I'm going to go for socks. I don't know if you guys have, like, do you have, and this is kind of a more personal question, do you guys have, like, a go-to, like, underwear that you wear um, or, like, a brand that you like? In terms, like, it's same thing with socks, because you were asking about socks, but I'm wondering about underwear as well, because I feel like I need to kind of revamp the whole situation, throw some away, get some new mm-hmm. socks, some new undies, and I'm wondering if you guys have any tips. I'll be honest. No? Um, for the most part, I prefer to not be wearing underwear at all. Really? Yeah. You I, are laid back. I, I yeah. do not like the, the constriction. I like to breathe. Is this wait, hold on. Like So you get home, like is the one of the first things coming off is the, the chonies, the underwear? It's just hundred percent. Boom, in, into what? Athletic shorts we're talking here? Uh yeah. Yeah, actually. That them or uh, some really nice uh tentry sweatpants. You know, Melissa, if you're listening, uh yeah. I think she might be the one that maybe needs to rethink how she views you. Um, I think she so- does listen to this actually. So do you, do you, you like, I'm trying to figure out when it is that you decide that you need to wear underwear, when you decide you don't need to wear underwear. Do you Um, always wear underwear when you leave the house or you will leave the house without underwear? No, I will leave the house without underwear. How frequently? Um, it depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm going into work, I feel kind of compelled, morally obligated to avoid. What do you, what do you have to wear to work? Like what's your... What's the uh, the dress code? It's just like business casual. Okay, so you're wearing like jeans, or you're wearing like chino pants. Yeah, I like I like a good chino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do like you a do nice, that without but underwear. A nice, like, I, I do like a, a slim slimmer fit on the chino. You can't so, do that without underwear. So yeah, no, gotta have the gotta have the buffer there. Otherwise, I'm a yeah. walking HR violation. Yeah. Hmm. But no, I think there's something liberating and and frankly kind of rebellious about just like walking through a Target with nothing on, just flapping in the breeze. In shorts or sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. Dark always. So something on though. Well, I mean the the alternative there is I'm walking through Target naked, Nathan. Like I, I gotta well, have no, something. Well, no, you could on. wear you could wear underwear. No one's stopping you from wearing underwear at Target. But I don't want to. That's this. Are you are you always wearing like I would hope like dark colors, right? You're not wearing like light blues or whites or anything like that. Um, like dark grays. Yeah, I would say I would say mostly mostly darker colors. Yeah. 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 What about you, Billy? When was the last time you freeballed? I don't. I. I don't know. I got to be honest. I don't think. Unless it was like an emergency that I was out of underwear, I don't think that this is something that I've really participated in. Should I try this and then like kind of we'll check in and see? You should. Down you the should road, live a how little. Going. Nathan, your thoughts? You know, do you go, I, does anyone call you Nate or do you have a nickname? Yeah, I've I've gone by Nate, um, Nate Diggity. That was one in a uh, high school area, but not. Uh, Nathan or Nate, really, these days. Um, 
Okay, I just don't want to be like over formalizing you. No. This is a very stuffy well, podcast, Billy. Formalities well, only. Yeah. I don't want to over formalize you when asking you if you walk around without underwear. Yeah. I mean, I I'd say in college, I was more likely to have some uh, times stands underwear, but mm. nowadays I get comfortable underwear that I prefer to wear them. You know, my, my go-to underwear is, um, it's like something Buffalo Costco gets it. And the key here folks is you don't jump on it right away. Costco is seasonal. You wait a little bit, you wait till you see the asterisks on the Costco price tag, which means is on ass. <laughs> yes. For your underwear, uh, which means they're not going to restock the product, which means mm. they're moving on from it. They're lowering the price. They're trying to get rid of it. And so now instead of getting these, you know, four pack of boxer briefs for $12.99, I'm getting them for $8.99 or there sometimes $6.99. So that's my strategy. And they're, they're really comfortable that now, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go without. <laughs> So I think oh. about 40 minutes into this podcast, it's time to provide a little bit of structure here. Um, have some prepared questions. Billy, I would like for you to fill in the blank on some of these. We're going okay. rat-a-tat-tat here. Time to focus up. How many right. of these topics did we already address? Uh, none I had ham, so really? we covered that. Yeah, would, would you believe that of the questions I have prepared, we have, uh, we have asked one? Huh. Well, yeah. Which was it? Uh, it was about your distinct personalities on the show, whether you're laid oh. back or, yeah. I don't know that I even gave you a good answer to that. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, thank you. All right, so... I can't believe that Melissa listens to this. Yeah, I, I talk about this a lot, actually. It's very important to me. And that's a good therapist, I guess, right? If you talk about this podcast a lot, and then, like, off hours, uh, Dr. Melissa will go back and listen to it to, I guess help examine you or help you through whatever it is that you're going through so actually if we're being if we're being honest i've talked to this i've talked about the podcast to uh to my general physician as well and she also wants to start a podcast and she was inquiring if i would produce it for her i don't know uh that kind of died during the pandemic because she got a little busy so like your primary care doctor you go into and yep. Just like, hey, what are you doing here? And you're just like, well, you know, I have a podcast. Well, like, how know, does that come just, up at a doctor's kind of shooting, visit? shooting the shit a little bit, you know? Yeah. And what is what is your primary care doctor want a podcast about? Is it medicine or is it just other interests? Uh, she she's really into like nutrition and and stuff mm. like that. So I think she would want to do like a nutrition medical podcast. That makes sense. Shout out to Sarita. Another first name basis here. Yeah. Sarita. All right. Fill in the blank, Billy. Yeah. Producing for Stu Gotts makes you feel blank. Oh, boy. Is that an answer? No. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's uh, it's an adventure. It's always something. How was uh, today's? Today wasn't that bad. Today we started close to the time that we agreed upon, so I wasn't wasn't that uh today wasn't that bad we'll see right. i mean the pod it's a new i don't know when this what days does this come out when is this coming out uh this will come out wednesday okay so the latest episode of stupidity is already live well like both now and wednesday when it when it comes out and that was kind of like today is uh martin luther king day so happy martin luther king day to everybody well today's not today's wednesday but when we recorded this it was mm -hmm. do you guys ever they know that you pre-record this yeah am i yeah. ruining that no no okay well we were the show was off today so we did a stupidity and that's out now but that was like a fire drill like at nine o'clock ten o'clock at night he's like hey let's do this but we did it with mike golick who's out in arizona so then we had to account for that you don't need to know all this stuff it's an adventure does that work as a fill in the blank uh, it was makes you feel, but uh, oh, makes me feel. Yeah, no, then that doesn't adventurous. Work. So makes me feel alive. Is that a good answer? Yeah, that's that's whatever yeah. you want it to be, buddy. Sorry. Next one of all I'm the members of the shipping container, the you get along with blank the best. Ooh, 
well, who do we consider a member of the shipping container? I'm not good at hypotheticals. This isn't a hypothetical. This isn't a direct question. But like Dominique Foxworth would get mad at me because we'd play games like this in the back sometimes. We'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'd always ask a thousand follow-ups to questions to try to give the best answer possible when you don't necessarily want the best answer. Anyone behind the glass is shipping container. Okay, so here's why I'm having trouble answering this question. Uh, because one, uh, I worry if, if anyone will get upset, which I don't think anyone will. But two, I also wonder if I'm properly assessing my relationship with that person, right? So like if I were to say I get along best with Chris, right? Which one? one would Well, good question. It, let's say I were to say I get along best with Chris Cody, right? Would I upset Roy? Would I upset Tony? Um, and then would Chris also like hear this and say, well, I don't really like Billy very much. Like, I don't know why he's walking around telling people that we have a great relationship when we don't, you know? Yeah. Like, you see my struggle with the, answering the question? I do, and yet I still want an answer. <sighs> Man. See, there's no wrong answer because it's what I think. I'm still not sure that there's a right answer. Let's say Chris. Cody, I assume? Let's say Chris Cody, because okay. we'll text more about things. But I, lately I've been texting Tony and Lewis more, too. I don't know if you guys know Lewis, but I've been texting Tony and Lewis on the side as well. I'm just going to base it on that. Hmm. But then we have like a group chat that we have going that can be fun sometimes. But everyone's involved in that, so I can't choose one person. Let's just say Chris Cody for now. But we can come back to it if you'd like. Next one. Recalling the time Adnan started talking about Basset Hound masturbation makes you oh, blank. <sighs> that was really? weird, right? <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, and he didn't want to kind of let that go. He wanted to just kind of... Mm -hmm keep bringing it up and i i was kind of in a position that i had to keep things moving but i didn't know how to do that um so it makes me blank was the question right yep it makes me kind of laugh but also kind of uneasy because i was like oh god like where is this going should we be doing this so it makes me uneasy no it makes me laugh what did i say it makes me laugh laugh uneasy both work acceptable answers okay. Next one, Mike Ryan's refusal to shave his head is blank. That's bullshit. <laughs> I told myself I was. Is this the commissioner first. speaking? Is this an official ruling from the commissioner? He needs to I shave mean, his head. He said he made the bet. He made the stakes. He needs to shave his head. No one else would be able to get away with this. Not a person. This is mm -hmm. just him getting away with things he can get away with that no one else can. Are these contract negotiations bullshit? Is that just uh is that just him him adding an additional layer? I don't know. I hope so. Cuz like if I was negotiating a contract and someone was like, "Well, I'm not going to sign if you make me cut my hair." I think I would challenge that and be like, "Okay, well, that's the leverage. Like, we pay your salary. You you'll just have no salary. That's fine. Don't cut your hair. <laughs> you will have no income." But I don't know. Do you guys have New Year's resolutions? Um, no, actually. Nope. Oh, you're both happy and perfect. Yeah, flawless, flawless because I'm yeah. talking to Melissa constantly. She's <laughs> got me all straightened out. What about you, Billy? What's the biggest thing that's changed since talking to Melissa? Uh, God. Um... Uh, I feel like I can go out into the world and not be completely petrified. That's good. Yeah. That's a great. A lot of progress. Yeah. She sounds great. Shouts to Melissa. Yeah, no, she's wonderful. Yeah. Salute to Melissa. <laughs> Salute to Melissa. <laughs> All right, last one of these fill in the blanks. The time you most wanted to strangle Lorenzo was blank oh never never i love lorenzo in fact i'm gonna be honest with you guys i uh i reached out to lorenzo to see if he wanted to crash this i also reached oh, out hell to yeah. Charlie friend Hugh of the pod he, 
if you wanted to crash this. Yeah, I was doing a little recon before. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? Do I need to worry about anything? And they both spoke very highly of the podcast. Um, but Lorenzo is doing uh, daddy things. And Charlie is, I don't know, he's doing busy doing something. I don't remember. Lorenzo has another kid now. Do you know that? Oh, am I not supposed to say that? He has yeah, two no. children now. It, it was on so the he, IG, yeah. Okay, good. Then I didn't reveal anything. Yeah, but he's like in full daddy daycare mode taking care of his babies so okay so he said maybe he could crash but i love lorenzo lorenzo's my favorite i think things i i don't this is gonna sound like i don't want this to sound like braggy but like i was very pro lorenzo and championing lorenzo and trying to get him involved like i was one of lorenzo's biggest supporters uh, but I couldn't get as many people in on that as I as I wanted. I, I really like shame. Lorenzo. He's a national yeah. treasure, that man. Love him. I agree. I think that we need more Lorenzos, both on the show and in the world. But I agree. Uh, like I he's a beacon of positivity, Lorenzo. Incredibly positive, also frustrating. Uh, but strangling him, I don't know. Oh, you know when you know when is when I do get most frustrated with Lorenzo is you can't get on the phone with him for less than 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Every single conversation <laughs> just goes on. And a lot of times, like, you'll you'll be talking to him, and you'll be like, Lorenzo, I got to go, whatever. Like, Or you'll say something, and he's going, and, like, I think once he starts talking, his ears just shut off, and he doesn't hear anything that anyone else is saying, and will just go and go and go and go and go. And you're like, Zoe, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. And he just keeps going, keeps going, and never, and like legitimately never hears it. Doesn't hear you say like, I got to go, doesn't hear any of that, just because he's like so involved in where it is that he's going. So maybe then, like if I had to do something and I just couldn't get off the phone with him. I've driven around my house multiple times sometimes because I'm trying to get home and like end the call when I get home and it just doesn't end and it's like, well, I can't get him off the phone, and I also just can't walk in for 40 minutes on the phone. So I go like on little detours around the neighborhood while I'm trying to end the conversation. So, Billy, you had mentioned that uh, Lorenzo just had a child, and I don't know how much recon you did, but on our last episode, we revealed that Nathan just had his second child, and my wife wow. is pregnant with our first. And so, what a fertile podcast! Yeah. I know, Billy. You don't know how long I've been trying to talk to you about fertility. Ever since the Lorenzo Twitch streams, I've been trying to talk about male fertility, and you wouldn't bite. But really? buddy, I got gotcha. you. Okay, what are we talking about here? Well, I was going to ask for your top three pieces of dad advice for being a girl dad. Wow. So what are your children? Two boys. Like, two boys? And I'll be having a girl. And, and you have, do you have any children yet or no? Nope, this is our first. Oh wow! Congratulations. Thank you. This is exciting. When is uh, when are you expecting? Uh, July third. Wow. Borderline patriotic baby. You're gonna name your daughter America? No, I will not. <laughs> oh, what will you be naming your daughter? Reveal this. Uh, do you not know yet? We're, we're down between two names. Ooh, and how are you gonna decide? Fan poll. <laughs> Only if you put it on the poll, Billy. What do you want the options to be? Because I'll put it out right now. Uh, I feel like I should run this by my wife first. Yeah, uh, don't tell me. It's yeah, just best well, not to do. Maybe if we'll we do this again, we'll, we'll, we'll consult her first. Perf. So you want advice for being a girl dad? Hmm. Yep, some dad advice. Well, this is my first child. Um, and she is now seven months old. She'll be eight months in a couple weeks. Um, but I don't know, like I, we've basically just been home, right? So I don't know that I have like gender specific dad advice because like we're not, I, I don't have like a frame of reference. Like, I don't know what being like a dad to a boy would be like different than a girl. And right now we just kind of like talk to her. We tuck her in. Well, no, we don't really tuck her in. Do we tuck her in? I don't know. But we just kind of talk to her, change her diapers, play with her, play music for her, we'll dance. But, like, I don't think that it's anything different that I would do, like, if it was a boy, for example, just because she's so young. You know, we're, we're going to start um, is a music class for her. 
And it's because I have a cousin that has a daughter that's like four or five months older than her. And she's taking a music class. So we're going to be going now. So this is going to be like our first activity that we do with her. Aside from just kind of like hanging around the house and like occasionally taking her to like a baptism or like a birthday party for like a cousin or something. So this is a very long way of saying I don't I don't have good advice for being a girl dad because do I don't any, know. I, I, do you have any advice for uh, any new parenting tips at all? Um, get get uh, get some rest now because you're not going to be getting a ton of rest. Um, Nathan feels very, that very true. <laughs> and everything kind of well. How old is your second child? Like how how recently? Uh, you have? A month and like three weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, everything was, changes. I know. I don't. He was wanna... up for four hours last night. So. <laughs> I mean, and but then in the, the fl- middle of that, our two-year-old woke up coughing. So. I had I had both of them because my wife had are one month old for two hours before that so what um what is a two-year-old like oh i I mean they're a blast they're just uh you know they're growing so much every day saying new words and you're like how in the world did you like pick that up already um you know so it's like terrible twos a thing oh it's definitely a thing like we we went to costco yesterday and uh they had some underwear yeah, I didn't get any underwear then. They oh. didn't. It wasn't uh, at not at my. It wasn't at my price point. Yeah. So you got to stay firm when you go to Costco. You got to mm-hmm. set your price and. Yep. You got to stick to it. Um, I but feel you. You know, but you. I mean, you can you can get them through the tantrums. Like, at least you know, for our son, he'll he'll yell and scream, but he he recovers quickly. You just you know talk to him in a calm voice, and usually I just say, "Hey, come here," and. I hug him and he's all good. So, so that's what the terrible twos is—is is just more tantrums. Yeah, like mm. you know, they start. You know, he he'll scream when he doesn't get his way, but you know, it it's short. Like you you learn how to manage it. I mean, in in our experience, like he he's only had like a few times where it's been like you know extended like meltdown, but you're usually able to learn like what works and you know can pull them out of it yeah i had i had someone this weekend tell me like well save your energy now because when they get to two it's not going to be fun and i'm like oh okay like i thought we were already using our, our energy now but i guess it's gonna <laughs> i thought we'd be getting better but i guess it, at two you have a bit of regression there it's it's just different is yeah. what i would say like right when they're at eight months they need you like more like there's a lot of attention that's given there like when they're at two you can kind of like they don't necessarily need your attention as much of course then you know when they're two and they're at a costco you got to have your attention on them all the time because what led to the tantrum is he wanted to climb up and go on the play uh ground display yeah and that just led to a meltdown when i was like we can only look at it we can't play on it so yeah, Ty, babies are always trying to accidentally kill themselves. Like, yeah. it's just a constant thing. Like, my daughter got this little table that it, it's kind of like an air hockey table. It's like this round table that it's not obviously for air hockey, but it shoots out air and it has things like slide across it, like little octopus or octopi or fish or whatever, right? And she she doesn't stand. She doesn't walk. Like, she she can't really hold her weight, so she was leaning on it, standing, had her arms on it and then just decided you know what i'm gonna go back now and just went to sit back and flip the table over and almost decapitated herself luckily we were like right next to her caught the table we're like no 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 we're not no no let's take the legs off this table we're not gonna do that again but it's constantly trying to like grab wires or put like eat this or eat that and it's like you need to watch them because if you leave them to themselves trouble would you say that the show Rugrats is an accurate depiction of that age? I I saw that they rebooted Rugrats. Like, they did, don't like, get me new, started like, about that, dude. Have you seen it? Is it bad? It's it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. They changed the grandpa character and made him a uh, a swinger. 
What? Yeah, like he, there's an entire episode where Angelica takes his phone and it's like a silver fox's dating app and she's swiping on everybody. Oh. But for but for him, it's like a bunch of w- older women start showing up at the door and then a bunch of old men start showing up at the door. And so it says a lot okay. about Grandpa and he's like, oh, I haven't thought about that since back in the Navy days or something like that. Like they really progress Grandpa. Really? Yeah. I haven't watched uh, the new Rugrats. I haven't watched old Rugrats in a while. We haven't done a lot of TV with my daughter. Like, we're trying to stick away from that if we can because the doctor said, like, hey, no screens. Uh, But she'll try to steal our phones, and if we're watching something, she'll, like, turn, and then it's like, okay, I guess I had to turn off the TV now, and we're done watching. That's something that you're going to learn is whatever you like to do, like, goodbye. You're not going to be able to be doing that anymore. You're going to be focusing on the baby. So I hope you enjoyed your life because now it's all about the kids. Yeah, I think I've had enough of it. Really? Ready for something oh. new. Okay. I'll just talk to Melissa. Let's get through this together. Let's not do anything rash. <laughs> she's heard so much about this baby already. She's gonna keep me she's gonna keep my head on straight. Does Melissa have kids? Uh yeah, she has two kids. Okay, good. This is a good person then to be talking to to get through this. Yeah, very, very. Are you excited? Oh yeah, very very excited. We had been trying for a couple of years. Um, had some that uh, had a couple of miscarriages, so this was this oh. was a long time coming. Well, congrats. Thank you. I'm excited for you. Thank you. It's fun. It's 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 meaningful. Like it's you know rewarding, but it's you know. It's actually That's... funny. Like Lorenzo, Lorenzo was for some reason very privy to all of this. I guess because I was in his Twitch chats a lot, and so I actually DM'd him on uh, on Instagram to to tell him when we first found out, just because I felt like I had to tell somebody. And, That's great. Uh, just like Lorenzo's just such a positive dude. Like just I love him. Like the most positive vibes back. National treasure, <clears throat> that man. Who'd you tell first, Nathan or Lorenzo? Ooh. That's a good question. Probably Nathan, I want to say. That's right. I want to say, but I'm not confident in that answer, if I'm being honest. Not wow. confident. Sorry. Does the show still want DJ LeMayhew's parents? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, why do you know them? Yeah. Uh, so... I did make it to Zoom Zoom. Um, what was that like? Almost two weeks ago now. Um, I did manage to find his mom on Twitter. Wow. Uh, she's following two hundred and twenty people. She only has seventy followers, and I was right. She she ran some stuff for the Detroit like board and field stuff. If if I can take you back to Zoom Zoom, of course, I'm sure. Yeah. You remember my theories about why they ended up moving. Um so yeah, she's she's a big wig. Um but I I have located her on Twitter. Zoom was a bit disorienting. Is that I, a word? I could yeah, imagine right? it was. Well, because we we talked to like 80 people yeah. in the span of like 45 minutes and it was like nonstop. Nathan, was that your mm-hmm. assessment being in that Zoom? just chaos oh i mean i could i could tell uh having been like especially for the last part when you guys just let like everybody else that was uh in there um that that last part could absolutely get out of control and from listening to the pod it seemed like you guys are kind of learning as you go like of you had at first you wanted to let in one at a time and then i think you guys started letting in more so that you could there was a lot of editing on that one you i (laughs) Almost everyone had issues or was muted or was connecting to audio mm-hmm. and we'd have to stop down for like two minutes while they figured out like, okay, turn your camera on now. And like we had to clean all that up because it would take forever. Mm-hmm. But I I, uh, I think that Zoom Zoom may be coming back. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, without giving too much information, think that there was a sponsor interested in zoom zoom and making it semi-regular hell so yeah zoom zoom may be coming big back. news yeah so we'll see breaking news here can we make can we make sure that nathan is a regular i feel like he he really shone in his first was, appearance so it was crazy because i i also i and i mentioned it but like i got i had conversations where it was like 
maybe let's not do it the same way again. Uh, but I, I set up, I had to let people in as like the moderator of the chat. And there was like 80 people at one point in there. And I couldn't even keep track of like who was in there. Like I'd see people in there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring this person in because like I recognize the name. And then they disappear because they were waiting for like 10 minutes because the person we were talking to went on too long or I just lost them amongst all the other people. So was that a yes to making Nathan a regular? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, it depends on the time. If you guys are sticking to that. uh... Wait, so you did that like weeks after having a child? Yep, I did. Your child was not even a month old probably at the time. I think he was... He was just barely because I was like it was less than two weeks ago. So he was just over a month old. Wow. Which that first month, I mean, it goes by, you know, for those of you that need more advice, that first month goes by pretty fast. And it's usually just a lot of like feeding, sleeping, feeding, sleeping. So I could squeeze it in. We're starting to reach the point where, you know, now he's up, he's alert, he's uh not just eating and like falling back asleep. So, you know, I do have an amazing wife. Shout out to Krizel, um, who, you know, is right now handling our two boys. So I, I can be here and ask the Duke questions like we're 27 days away from the Super Bowl and everyone's favorite two early power rankings that come out after. So my question to the Duke here is, obviously, as the sixth foremost analyst, you see the game in ways that others don't. So yeah. I don't think I'd want to ask for your top five of a two early power ranking. I'd want to know who your top five is for a two, two, two early power ranking. So not next season or the season after that. We're talking the season after the season after this season. So, so we're like at 2025 or 2026? Yeah, we're 2024, 2025. Who's, who's your top five? Oh, wow. This is a really good question. Um, I'd like to say that you caught me off guard, but you did not. So mm. I'd say top five. And we're doing AFC and F- NFC together? Yeah. Okay. You want me to go from five to one? Yeah, let's do do five to one big reveal number one okay number five (sighs) the houston texans do i just go to four now okay number four (laughs) i didn't know if there's like i guess there's why would there be a pause in between number four (sighs) the philadelphia eagles Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Number mm-hmm. two, the Cincinnati Bengals. I have, oh, wait, I have them number three on my list. Really? Oh, I didn't know yeah. you did a list too. Mm-hmm. And number one, the New York Jets. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Billy it was between them and the Colts. They were they were alternating. They were going back and forth between one and six, both of them. I have the Tampa Bay Bandits number one on my list. Really? Yeah, we're we're talking USFL and NFL merger. Oh. Well, I knew that. I'm the Duke. Yeah. Tom so- Brady to the Bandits. Aaron Rodgers to the Bucks. Okay. Russell Wilson. To the Tampa Bay Vipers. Oh. XFL. So you, did you just rank Tampa teams? Um, I mean, I've got, I've got Tampa Bay Bucks number five. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Vipers number four. I thought you had the Bandits at number five. No, the Bandits are my number one. Oh, wow. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, who's two Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. And then the Chiefs, number two. Okay. Hmm. Well, Nathan, good, I believe... Uh, good time to live in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm doing my best to get Billy off of this because he has actual business to to attend to. Billy, before we let you go, um, yeah. real quickly, I wonder if uh, if you could record a quick liner for us, something like, "Hey, this is Billy from the Dan Levitard Show, and you're listening to the Fan Levitard Show." Something like that, real quick. Okay. Hey, it's Billy from the Dan Levitard Show, and you're listening to the Fan Levitard Show. Like that? Yep, that nailed it. Did I need more energy? Nope, Hey, it's, it's Billy of the Dan Levitard Show, and you're listening to the Fan Levitard Show. Master classes <laughs> Billy, I appreciate the time, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, thank you for having me. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you. we can do this again, and uh, hopefully Lorenzo can crash it. Hopefully we can, and hopefully I won't uh, waste half of the time just kind of talking about things that are not what you wanted to talk about. No, change right. nothing. Like this gloves is... and socks and ham and, you know, all that. I'm really excited for Melissa to hear this episode. She is not going to expect this much fun. Is it possible that Melissa just tells you that she listens to the podcast? Oh, yeah. We'll find out. It's it's possible, yeah. We should have a secret code word that we say right now that if Melissa listens to the whole thing, she will know. And then you can say, what was the secret code word? What should it be? What's it going to be? Should it be ham? Honey ham. Honey ham. Honey ham? Yeah. All right. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect.